Hi, this is Andy of RipBody.jp. Thank you for tuning in. Today I have a guest, Chase Irwin. Chase is a friend, uh, a physique competitor, a trainer based out of Little Rock, Arkansas, and he coaches people online similar to what I do through his site, architectsofaesthetics.com. Today you're going to hear us talk about both of our training histories, uh, the experiences that made him the coach he is today, how he overbecame being skinny, and we discuss what really makes him tick, why he loves his job. This is my first time interviewing someone. I was a little nervous, and the mic at my end was a little quiet. I'll be sure to fix that for next time. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this as much as I enjoyed making it. All right, hello. So I have Chase Owen on the line. Hi, Chase. Hey, Andy. How's it going, man? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, you know, fantastic. Have you enjoyed our last hour fixing all of the Skype problems? Uh, I've enjoyed it more than you even know. <laughs> It's been the most entertaining hour of my day. So, All right. Okay. So uh, Chase Owen, uh, for guys that don't know, um, I really like Chase. I see him as one of the genuine guys in the industry. Um, he's passionate, but he also has a knowledge um, that goes along with that. And that is, that's a rare combination. As you know, I've decided to take a break from coaching. And because of all of the love that I've had, I feel that I owe it to people to introduce them to a great coaches that I trust. And Chase, I trust you. Um, uh, I know that if people approach you for coaching and you feel that you're not able to help, for example, then you'll refer them on to someone else rather than you know just taking their money and doing a subpar job. Um, mm -hmm. I feel comfortable talking to you, and this is my first podcast, so uh, here oh, we are. Oh, good. Here we are. Well, good. I'll, I'll I'll be gentle, as I always am. All right. Um, t tell us uh, tell us about yourself, Chase. Well, uh, yeah, like you said, thanks for the introduction. Appreciate it. Uh, just a trainer. Uh, do training in person and online uh, from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, so down here in the south. Uh, Andy's come and hang out with us before, so that's uh, we've had a good old time shooting guns and eating barbecue. Uh, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? It was yeah. good, man. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got jabbed for my truck that I no longer have. But oh, you, uh, you sold the truck? Yeah, I have a little Mazda six now. No, so yeah, true story. Oh. I know, isn't it bad? But now I can uh, I can fit my my little one in the car much easier. Uh, I have a, a five almost six month old son uh, that we have at the house. So yeah, but anyway. Uh, yeah, trainer here in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. I have been training for going on six years now. Uh, absolutely love it. Uh, I mean, how far you want me go back from there, brother? Well, um, let's just wind back to the truck. That was awesome. Why, <laughs> why, why? I know. Like, I, I, I got. I had truck envy, and you sold it. Like I, I know. I know. Well. I had Trek MV2 selling it, but it uh, it worked out better for, for what we needed, and that's a vehicle to get around with the, the little guy. Yeah. So, Congrats on that, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much, man. It's It's been awesome. You know, some people some people will try to scare you off from it. You know, they'll tell you, oh, it's going to change your life. And they, they won't ever tell you, like, good, bad, like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been awesome, though. So... <laughs> Excellent. Um, you've got, uh, you've just built yourself a garage gym now, um, and you've started training people from out of there. Um, wind back to uh, what were you doing uh, just before that, and uh, what are you transitioning to now? 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, prior to uh, working out of the house, I trained at a commercial gym for four and a half years. So the majority of the time I'd been a trainer. Uh, really had little control over uh, over clientele and, and things of that nature in the gym, but definitely got to meet a lot of great people uh, uh, there and, and still current clients today. Uh, but just want to take over more control over the management aspect, over the business aspect, and obviously over the clientele base that I could bring in. And so, and so I moved over to the at-home facility, um, which uh, allowed me to take control over all those aspects and also allowed me to uh, kind of take control. And, and I wanted to also be close to my son, like I said. Um, so I made the move uh, late last year. Uh, right after he was born and uh, been loving it ever since, uh, starting to see a, a lot of things that I wasn't seeing out of the typical commercial gym client um, that I'm getting out of people who are who have kind of found me uh, through word of mouth and whatnot from uh, the local area. So, Great. That's great to hear. Uh, t- tell us, how have you set up the gym? Uh, what's your focus there? Yeah, yeah. So, so the focus, as with... Any of my clients, uh, no matter what the the goal is, uh, we we base a lot of our time and efforts on our strength and improving that. Because uh, because as anybody who's who's been doing this long enough will tell you is that uh, strength is something that is a true tell of of progress. That's something we can see uh, in our gym sessions and something that. Uh, at the end of the day, will will yield results, whether that's physique results, whether that's uh, you know strength results in and of themselves. Uh, so so I, I base all the stuff I do pretty much around uh, around that thought that I want you to be able to get stronger in my gym. So I've taken to the the free weights, uh, full cage rack in the gym, uh, dumbbells, uh, plenty of poundage in in plates. Uh, and and then barbells of a sorts of all kinds of uh, different sizes and whatnot. Uh, then I've got my typical bodybuilder stuff, my cross cables, uh, your leg extension, leg curl machines, and things like that that uh, I use for for the accessory assistant movements and whatnot. But uh, the gym's been great, plenty of space, and and loving every second of it. Awesome. That's great, man. I, I'm quite jealous of that. There's no way that I could have one here. Um, just <laughs> yeah. home gyms in Japan just don't really happen. Man, you couldn't get one in your truck, though. I mean, I really, <laughs> I really feel confident you could probably strap a barbell to that bad boy. And <laughs> have you have you not seen the new rogue rack that like folds out from the wall? <laughs> no, I haven't. No, they they have a squat rack that folds out. Man, you could totally put that in the house yeah, i used to be a subscriber to that uh, rogue newsletter uh, i had to unsubscribe because it was just upsetting me that I, <laughs> all of this stuff that i wanted I couldn't yeah. buy <laughs> man you should have seen one of our buddies he just got like i don't know he probably pulled in like 1200 pounds of equipment yesterday from rogue and it was just the most ridiculous haul i've seen it was it made my eyes bleed because i wanted it so bad yeah i know the feeling yeah yeah it's horrible it's horrible uh, well, anyway, um, you were telling me that uh, uh, some of the clients that you've been working with more recently, they've been the older population. Um, do you, and you said that you found it really rewarding working with those guys. Can you tell me tell us about that? Yeah, yeah. So the uh, you know typically, like even I, when you start training, you kind of 
you have aspirations of training a certain clientele. Yeah. And I think for the most part, you, you kind of think you're going to get like this, you know, 25 to 30 year old male in great shape, you know, looking to go to like that next level, like athlete, you know, you just have these aspirations that that's what your clientele is going to always look like. Um, and it's just not true for the most part. Uh, especially when you work in that commercial gym environment where they bring clients to you, it's not that you go out seeking clients and kind of, uh, fall into your niche, uh, that you can, that you can kind of guide. Uh, so, so like I said, I, I, I kind of fell into that base working at a commercial gym. I worked in the area of town where, uh, clientele, uh, the, the people, the population were older, um, you know, forties and older. Uh, and my typical clientele, I think, as I told you before, it's, it really ranged from 50 and up where, where my typical clients, I, I had, I've had three or four clients, even in their, uh, older eighties, uh, 87, 85 and whatnot. Um, oh, and wow. yeah, it, yeah, you know, after, yeah, yeah. After, a few years of just kind of honing in on that clientele base, I really, you know, started getting it out of my head that, Hey, I'm only doing a great job if I'm training these elite level athletes or physique guys who are just looking to be, you know, hyper shredded. And I get, you know, I've got to stop taking pleasure in just those kind of results because what I was, what I had failed to see those early years is that, yeah, these older clients may not, you know, be putting on just crazy muscle mass and, you know, uh, losing fat, you know, a half a pound to a pound a week or whatever I, you know, it's set up in my head, uh, you know, th- but they were moving and, and standing up and able to, you know, take steps without balancing on stuff and, and hop up off the ground without assistance. And it became, very enjoyable for me to start seeing this and start taking note from day one of how slow things would go. And then, you know, four or five months into our program, start watching them able to do several things that they were unable to do uh, on day one. So uh, just kind of a shift in my own personal focus and and what I cared about uh, and to focus more on what they what they were looking for and to get out of the gym or to help them focus on on things that they might not have even seen it as a problem um, and, and helping them get the most out of their gym time. So that, I, I really do. I really do. And still do. I really did. And still do enjoy working with that, that population. So. Uh, hearing you talk about that and seeing the way that you light up when you talk about it, um, that was really one of the I'd met you uh, a couple of times um, at the well actually I'd met you just the once at the fitness summit in Kansas City and then we'd uh, talked on the podcast and I think I don't remember if it was on your podcast or whether it was in person but when I saw or heard you talk about um, and the way the way you lit up um, when you were explaining uh, the reward that you got from working with these clients, that's when I don't know. For me, it kind of uh, it it just told me who you were. You know, it told me, told me <laughs> that you told me that you really cared, uh, man. I'm, which is great I'm, to I'm, see. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that, man. <laughs> I, I know they light up every time uh, they come in and hear what they have to do for the day, but <laughs> at the uh, at the end of the day, it's. Uh, you know, it's it's good to see them, and and uh, always glad to hear uh, hear a kind word like that from uh, from you, bud. So, well, 
Uh, I mean, now, why is this relevant? The, the people that are listening to this, they're going to be probably 20, 25 to 40-year-old males, like mostly, I would guess. Um, and they're interested in getting big and jacked, uh, if we're honest, aren't you guys, right? Um, now, why is that relevant? I think that when someone has a broader range of experience like that, when they've uh, battled through things and uh, helped other people battle through, it makes them a better coach. Do you want to tell us a, a little bit, or tell tell us a little bit about your background? Um, you, yeah. you you are uh, a physique competitor, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm the historical ectomorph, uh, very skinny. Uh, from high school on, I graduated high school um, age eighteen, a soaking one twenty three. Um, I think was my top weight when I graduated high school. What's your height? Uh, uh, my height's five eleven ish, five ten and a half, five eleven, and uh, yeah, uh, one twenty three pounds. Okay, so we're talking yeah, about about yeah. fifty eight kilos, something like that, and you're about one hundred and eighty yeah. centimeters tall. All right, yeah. so that's, yes. that's that's quite light. Yeah, quite light is yeah. an understatement. I, I used to tell <laughs> folks the biggest part of my arm was my elbow. Um, it, my forearm and, and upper arm were both the same size. My elbow was bigger in both of them. So, um, yeah, I couldn't uh, – the, the one probably the best high school stories I have is my old baseball coach would tell um, that – me and another kid, we couldn't be spotters for each other on the bench press because we couldn't pull the bar unloaded off of each other because uh, neither one of us could bench it um, and pull it off of each other um, as spotters. It was, uh, it's still a fun story to this day for as far as I've, I, I've been. Wow. Uh, but yeah, anyway, um, just uh, really got instilled with the passion for fitness from my grandfather. He is an old school trainer, um, has done it for years. Uh, typically his historical is, is in aerobic training, uh, bikes and all kinds of stuff like that, uh, back in the aerobic class days and, and whatnot. So, um, but anyway, he, you know, he just installed a, you know, an early passion for it and, and it just stuck. I kept on with it all throughout college, uh, you know, learning, learning the whole way, uh, the typical path, you know, that you see people go on, you know, just, uh, basic movements, curls and, and all these good things starting out, uh, all the way into the evolution of, of strength training, you know, and, and what I, what I am today and who I am today, uh, where my primary, uh, lifting is, is barbell based. And then all my accessories follow, uh, follow after. Uh, but yeah, physique competitor, been doing that for, uh, since 2012, I've uh, been, been competing since 2012. Yep. Uh, I think I have six shows under my belt since then. Um, uh, been, I've done pretty respectable, uh, for the most part. Uh, I, I really enjoy the process of the whole, of the whole getting in shape for a show and, yeah. and kind of the mental toll it takes and, and being able to manage that. So it's, it's, it just takes those competitive nature, the competitive nature that I had uh, all throughout high school, kind of uh, playing sports and, and again, being that skinnier guy and wanting more out of my body and, and now puts it into a kind of a, a forward competition that I can apply. So it's, it's done wonders for me. <laughs> Do you feel that this experience of struggling yourself has made you a better coach for the um, for this this demographic 
uh, that we're talking about the n- not the older clientele um, but the yeah. that, that that 25 to 40 age range guy that and that's perhaps struggled do you feel that makes you better yeah absolutely Andy. like uh and and that's one thing that early on I felt was being wasted um you know where I was kind of talking with the older populations where I had these uh I had this history that couldn't be used uh to to help my clientele at that time but but now as I as I've taken on the online field and 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 even in person now I have more clientele that kind of fit that bill yeah. um it's it's helped a lot just cuz Hey, I, I know it's a time sink. It, it's not a magic pill. It's not a work with work with me for for twelve weeks, and I'm going to get you your dream body. Yeah. It's it's let me guide you for this amount of time and send you on your way. And I want to catch back up with you in two years and see where you are and watch what you've been able to do with your physique, you know, um, or, or whatever it is, strength, physique, you know, there's, there's a ton of, of, of goals and aspirations people have, but, um, for, you know, for the most part, you and me, like know that, yeah, people really do, you know, want to make that visible improvement so that I think we've talked about it before, you know, if, if you train all year and you haven't seen somebody at Christmas time, you want them to really be astonished by what you've done. Yeah, um, you're, you're the little guy talking in the background. Uh, <laughs> he's saying what, hello. What, I know. Games, once, yeah. <laughs> once we can teach him to say, uh, well, first he's got to say mommy and daddy first, but after that we'll teach him how, how to say uh, rib bodies. You know, at some point he'll he'll come out of his mouth, and I'll uh, I'll record it for you. Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it's uh, the 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 kind of process of it. Um, you can kind of mentor if nothing else people and it, you know you don't have to coach them just just mentor them and tell them like look man it's going to be a process you're in a year especially for someone who had my body type in a year you know don't expect to be arnold schwarzenegger you know if if that's your aspiration you know if someone tells me you know uh, you know i want to have 18 inch arms and they have 11 inch arms right now yeah. it's like you know if if you're if you're, uh, you know, if, if, if you're steady and you take your time and, you know, you, and you, you respect the process, uh, of day in, day out and, and you, you move along that for a long period of time, you're going to see the results, you know, in time. But again, it's, it's, uh, as you and I both know, it's, it's a process and, and with the right guidance, it can be a much simpler process and and not as much time wasted because i had plenty of years wasted that i oh, was that, doing yeah I, I i i know exactly uh how you feel about that all right should we put this on pause um yeah 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 i'm gonna let him finish getting his diaper changed all right, okay. <laughs> all right so um <laughs> okay what are we talking about we're, we're, oh yeah, we're talking about how um, the struggles basically the struggles make you a better coach, and um, struggling through has helped you uh, to help your clients, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. So now, just to um, clarify something, you said when you finished high school, you were one to five, one hundred and twenty-five pounds. Uh, twenty-three. I, I think one twenty-three. I think exactly. Five eleven. And when you yeah. say finished high school, you're talking about junior high or high high. Uh, uh, like twelfth grade, right before college. So, uh, so you're 18 years old. Yeah, 18 years old. Yeah. Woo. 
Right. Okay. Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, I'll be I'll be sure to send you a picture for reference point so you can uh, okay you can um, see exactly what I look like. Uh, <laughs> did you have any hair on your balls at that point? Oh my gosh, that was the only place I think. Okay, all right. So yeah, so yeah. You, you hadn't you were you were late to puberty. Was is that fair or no? No, 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 no. I, I, I'm joking with you. I was I was already through with puberty at that point okay uh, by the end of high school yeah this might sound like a strange question but i mean yeah no no not at all someone at your at their uh growth spurt you know when they've got all the hormones coming at them when they're just reaching puberty then bang that that is um that is the time that you can get the most growth Um, Mm -hmm. so okay so you went from 123 to what what now do you want to tell us about uh I just finished up my uh, f- latest bulk at 182. Mm. So uh, that's – and right now I'm sitting about 174 uh, here a few weeks into my cut and whatnot. So uh, – but, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty great. Like I, like I was saying earlier, um, I f- finished high school, like still not being able to bench uh, over 100 pounds uh rarely squatted you know i was a baseball player so we didn't care much for weightlifting at that time right coaches coaches didn't know the important what how important it could be but anyway yeah. uh so don't really have numbers for those but uh just let's see three four weeks ago uh bench 275 for a double um nice yeah and it was oh man it felt fantastic um uh, 335 is my biggest squat um, to depth, uh, okay. so competition depth. Yeah. And then my biggest deadlift number to date is 465. Ooh, nice. Um, and all the 335 and three and 465 were set when I was 155 pounds uh, last cut. So. All right. Excellent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, progression, like I said, uh, it's, it's there and it's yours. Uh, if you're willing to invest the time and, and if you choose intelligently on the path you take to start out with, uh, you'll get there much quicker as well. So can I ask you, what's the story behind, um, how you, you said that your grandfather, he was really into his fitness and mm-hmm that helped pull you into it but obviously you're you're 18 at this point by the time you start taking things seriously no or what yeah. what was it that well, changed what's the story behind so, that so um so when i was uh in my younger years uh probably around 12 13 years old hmm. again very uh very little at that time uh, even smaller than i was when i graduated it uh i didn't hit 100 pounds until i was in the ninth grade so that's around uh 15 years old yeah um uh, so so anyway so i was pretty light and my grandfather asked for for baseball if i wanted to work out with him and and so he would take me to our church's uh weight facility uh three days a week and we'd go through it was just a basic machine only type of weight room uh back then like a huge universal machine in the middle that had like eight or ten stations on it and and you just go through and do your leg press your bench press 
you know, your, your cable pulls and things like that. Um, and he'd walk me through workouts. Um, we track everything we did. Uh, he was very meticulous about my, my keeping up with a notebook, keeping up with my lifts, my records and, and being very focused on that. Um, he, he taught me, uh, focus, uh, being focused when I'm in the gym, uh, not necessarily not having a good time, but when the lift is there, uh, how to kind of really focus in, uh, what you're doing uh, to get the most out of what you're doing. Uh, so even though we were lifting things that to this day aren't staples at all in my training, you know, there are things that have been proved there's proven better ways, you know, obviously than just machine training, yep. uh, the, the tracking, I owe to him the fact how how meticulous he was back then. Um, I've carried that over today, and and I can honestly say I wouldn't be where I am today, and and even know where I am today if I didn't have those numbers to look back on. Then um, take numbers that I that I look back on now, and and kind of see where, you know, even estimate where I'm going in the future, where I where I can safely say I will be in the future. Um, so, so that really sparked it at that early age. Yeah. And, and then really it was just a want to be more than what I was when I graduated. Uh, I didn't want to be the skinny guy. I, I wanted to feel, um, I was always a big superhero fan. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still a big Superman fan. So, yeah. you know, okay. obviously like the, the physique aspirations of, of, of some of those, uh, growing up, uh, were just something that, that were motivating to me. Um, and, and then just the, the fact you didn't want to be the skinny guy, you know, just the toothpick can't lift squat, uh, too weak for his own good, you know, can barely fill out a t-shirt, um, type of guy. So, uh, there were several things that drove me. Um, and then I just kind of just showed up at the gym. I just, I, I made a point to be there every day. You know, like I said, a lot of wasted years, but at least they were years that I was doing something and it, it kept me interested. So, um, if you got into the lifting with your granddad when you were younger, um, but you didn't actually make that much progress, um, and in terms of tracking things you did, but you didn't make that much progress. But when you um, graduated um, and you started going to uh, uni, college, um, yeah. that's when really you, the changes started happening. What was it that you changed that caused that? So, so to begin with, um, a good group of guys to work out with, I will say, is, is one of the big driving factors uh, to, to my success. I went to uh, a college and I basically worked it out by myself for a couple of years uh, when I first graduated high school. Right. Then I transferred down to a different school and picked up two, guy, two buddies who were uh, – one guy was an exercise science major and, and they were both uh, ROTC, so pretty intense guys. Um, one's in special forces now and one's in ranger school. So, uh, right. okay, th- yeah. they're both, they're, they're both pretty serious. Yeah. Um, and so the exercise science major, he, he was pretty, he did a pretty good job of kind of, uh, informing and, and, and led, started leading me on the right paths. Uh, there were some flaws obviously, and I can look back now and see them, but for the most part of the time, it was just what the doctor ordered, uh, got, more heavily involved in barbell lifting, um, got more heavily involved in kind of pushing my limits. Uh, cause these were both bigger guys. Like I said, at the time I, at that time I was probably 
getting close to like the 150 marker uh weight range mm. uh i was and now i was skinny fat at that point this was not a close to the physique i have now mm. um for every anyone who's listening because they might hear me say i was 155 in my last show last year and think wait that's not that far off oh uh, wait and, and also one thing i want to point out is 155 at a shredded dehydrated stage weight and what you walk around at they're very different things um so. yeah yeah absolutely absolutely it's a it's a different ball game altogether um anyway sorry yeah. to interrupt go on no 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 no, no. That, that's a that was a great point to be made for everyone listening uh but yeah the uh the intensity level got notched up uh, with those guys uh and so so all the meticulous tracking everything i pulled from my grandfather i carried over into with these guys and they i would track and then our intensity level was just you know, we, we kept it at a 10 all the time. Mm. Uh, we were at the gym every single day. Um, you know, we were, we had workout plans every single day. Uh, and then we had, had tracked everything we had done. So I knew where to move, uh, the following session or what I should, uh, be attempting at the following session. Uh, and so, so we were, you know, it started to kick butt and started to really notice, uh, Okay, I, I'm starting to see some size. Uh, the, the biggest flaw in those programs: we didn't squat and we didn't deadlift. Okay, um, that that was those. Looking back now, that's something I wish I had started even earlier. Um, but but you know, again, I my interest was not in learning the fitness so much at that time. It was just doing the workouts, working my butt off, and. And hoping, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. well, may- maybe this guy knows what he's talking about um, and I can just follow what he's doing and I'll see the results I want um, if I eat enough. And, right. and I, and if I, you eat and enough, I that's a good <laughs> point because you, you grew 25 pounds from when you graduated high school to that uh, by the th- end that was of the, the second year. year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. End of the second year, beginning of the third year. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, so, and that was – go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say what, what, no. what switched you on to that? eat more what uh what happened i i I think it was just it well because so the first year of college it wasn't really crazy it was like maybe i got up to like 140 the first year of college uh uh so you know graduated in the in the low 120s uh got into the like 130s let's see no, no, no. It was, it was 140 by the second year I was in college because I went down to my second school um, at 140 because that's what I remember. And then it was when I got on with those guys and how much they ate is what is what is what drove me because uh, within that first semester, I went from that uh, 140 flat. So my my third year of college, right. I went from 140 flat into the 150 range. Um, so I think I put on like 12 pounds in a semester which had taken me the previous two years um, or so to put on a roughly that amount of weight. Um, and it was literally just because I was with guys that both these guys were around 6'4 in height and about 230 in weight. Right. So right. different range than me uh, completely. But, you know, they would be going to – and I'm not saying it's the greatest uh, diet, but they'd go to Wendy's and order six hamburgers – and so, you know, I, I would go to Wendy's and order, you know, three hamburgers or something. You know, it's pro- probably what you needed at that time, right? It, 
Yeah, absolutely. For the amount of work we were doing, it's just crazy to look back and say, okay, well, that's why I wasn't just getting super fat <laughs> at that time. It was, we were just, we just, we spent too much time in the gym for, for one, but we were getting our, we we're whooping our tails every day. And, and yeah, the calorie surplus or, you know, even though we we're eating a ton of calories, I can't say it was like a huge calorie surplus because we were just getting after it. Right. A fairly steady, uh, slight calorie surplus it would have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, can I ask you, have you read, um, on the site I've put up some uh, physique goal setting uh, posts, there's a series of three, um, if you haven't read them that's great, uh, if you have, the, let me know. The one, the, one I've, the one I read for sure is the, uh, it was the one that was getting like down into like the super shredded, um, super God, what was the picture? I think that was the first one, it was a, a picture okay. of a lion. Yeah, yeah, yes, okay. yes, yes. So you haven't read part two. Interesting. Okay, okay. Here, the here the reason I ask is because that, uh, part two, is where I talk about my struggles. And my struggles, uh, they kind of mirror uh, your struggles um, right now. And I was wondering how much of what you were saying to me was um, subconsciously reflecting back what you might have read on the site. But that's um, really interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so as far as yeah, if if it looks exactly like that, then um, it's definitely not the same. Yeah, because people are obviously that they'll perhaps wonder. Um, one thing I talked about, I identified as a as a massive thing for me as to how I went from this um, skinny fat to um, you know finally making some uh, progress, uh, finally uh, putting some muscle up. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was changing gyms. It was going and stepping in an environment where there were some big lads, uh, mm-hmm. some real bros, you know, some real yeah. but, but <laughs> big, big, big lads. And um, it opened up my mind to what's possible. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. When, they I mean, me like up. I guess. Yeah, like I said, uh, when when I was working out with these guys, we didn't squat, but uh, one of the guys I could I could work out with, he was leg pressing seventeen hundred pounds at one point. Ooh. So, and that was for reps. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and 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 I'm saying like legit, like coming down, touching his chest with his knees, like pressing it up. He was um, a monster. So it, uh, you know, even though we might not have been doing everything we could have been doing um, as far as the most beneficial we were still making progress and and that's at the time that's all i cared about was yeah. just i just want to improve i don't you know i don't really care how and you know i've got in my mind i had all the time in the world <laughs> sure yeah 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 because you're gonna live forever and uh, you're always uh, yeah. gonna feel as energetic as you do right now right <laughs> exactly yeah. ziz aesthetic crew <laughs> don't don't let's stop i know Uh, i'm gonna make p90x dvds you know i had all these (laughs) great college aspirations yeah 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 um it's 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 interesting that the journeys that we go through uh that one of the things that i say um i say to people is um when they say okay should i um should i squat um, my gym doesn't have a squat rack. What can I do? And for me, it's like change gyms. 
And mm-hmm. that's my general recommendation to people. And it's not necessarily because you can't get good results without having a squat rack, but a gym that does not have a squat rack is probably not the kind of gym where you're going to be surrounded by people that are bigger and better than you. You don't mm-hmm. want to be that big fish in a small pond. You want to be the little fish in a big pond so you get dragged up, you know, because in both mine mm-hmm. and your case, that's really what happened to us. That's what helped us um, realize some of the mistakes that we made. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. And and anytime you can, you can hook up with somebody that's better than you, um, knows more than you, uh, you know, do it. Even if it's just for a season of your life, uh, you'll be better for it most of the time. So, yeah, yeah. Um, c- uh, can I uh, ask you if I throw out a client case study? Um, in fact, you haven't read the post. I'll just use myself. Um, okay. So uh, I'm wind back uh, nine years. I'm 22. Um, I've been lifting for four years. Um, I managed to get uh, 40 kilos. That's about, what, 85 pounds, something like that? 90? Okay. 90s uh, dumbbells for overhead pressing with a hefty squat, a uh, hefty spot. So, okay. you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm strong. Um, but I'm still uh, 80 kilos, so that's one, <laughs> 175. And I still have – I'm just skinny fat. And I don't know what I'm do. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Uh, I'm thinking about buying a load of supplements. Um, and I'm six two, six two and a half, by the way. And and and, and I don't know what to do here. Uh, what, what, what do you recommend that I do? I mean, I've been going to the gym for four years now, and you know, I've worked up some of my, my dumbbell presses are, are, are pretty good. <laughs> and everyone around the gym like looks at me like, "Whoa, look at oh, wow. wow!" And the thing is, like, because that, how can that skinny kid like <laughs> press this? Like, what? Um, well, that, yeah, what what recommendations do you have for uh, for this guy? Yeah, well, this is where I'd take young Andy, and I would I would point out uh, some of my times in my life where I would say, Andy, I, I remember, I remember the feeling like that when I was, uh, when I was doing CrossFit for a couple of years and everybody would say, Whoa, Whoa, look what I'm doing. Um, and I wasn't getting anything out of it. Um, but, uh, but, uh, anyway, cause I, oh man, I totally remember that. Uh, first off <laughs> I would, I would totally, and, and this is, this is just like I was, was we were talking about earlier. I, I would ask you about how you're eating. Um, I, and I, I'd ask, uh, I first asked, yeah, I just asked out here how you're eating. And if you couldn't tell me, you know, if you couldn't tell me, well, uh, I've kept up with it this way. If you didn't tell me you've tracked it at any point um, during your journey, that would be the first and foremost thing we would uh, approach, um, especially if you've been lifting this long. Uh, you know, with new lifters, you know, we might try to take it a little easier uh, with the whole tracking thing, but uh, that would probably be your biggest uh, setback if your main goal is is adding muscle and kind of bulking up a little bit more. Okay. Right. Um, so I would I would say, Andy, let's uh, let's just be intelligent about this. Let me have you track exactly what you do for the next week of your life. Um, I just want you to 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 track it on this sheet I give you, and let's take a look at it. And then after a week, uh, we can make an honest assessment as to either uh, why you're not gaining weight or muscle or why other things aren't improving or why, uh, you know, 
we can start having a conversation at least at that point uh, to that. Uh, then, you know, we can start looking at things like training volume and, and all that good stuff. But I can almost guarantee that the, the biggest improvement you would have seen at that point would have been to, uh, make the adjustment in, uh, in your eating habits and just the ability to track, maybe not even eating habits. I don't even care really what you're eating. Um, I've never been a huge proponent of forcing people to eat a certain way. Right. Uh, I, I just think you've got to do what you can be most consistent at that yields results. Um, you know, you know, at, at some point, at some point, I don't care how consistent you can be at something. If it doesn't yield results, then, then maybe we might have to change a little something. But for the most part, I want you to do something that you can be the most consistent at that yields results. And we'd find out what that is and uh, we'd make that change uh, and and make that change. And and, you know, we've talked about it before. We'd, we'd probably simplify your, your lifting, uh, so you could focus on the important parts of lifting. Yeah. You have a great overhead press, but you know, you might be missing out on deadlifts. You might be missing out on Sorry, squat dead, variants. Dead, dead what? So I'm 22 year old Andy right it, now. I'm yeah. Dead what? Yeah. What? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Deadlifts, Andy. It's a fantastic back workout. But do sorry, you even do them? Oh, whoa, whoa. Um, I've been doing my uh, machine rows. So you said you want me to simplify my workouts, but I mean, yeah. what I've been doing is, I mean, you know, every other day, so Monday will be, you know, bench day and dumbbell bench day, and I'll do some buys. And then my Wednesday, it'll be overhead uh, dumbbell press day, and uh, I'll do my tries. And then I might walk over to the row machine and do a few rows. And then on the Friday, you know, we'll be, we'll be back to the, the bench day. And I, I don't really see how I can simplify it any more than that. Um, yeah, yeah. But, Andy, what about all the other muscle groups you're missing out? What do you mean? Those are the ones uh, people I'm, see, yeah? Yeah, yeah, the ones people see, but they're they're the smaller muscle groups in the body. I mean, we can't get any bigger like that. I mean, we're, we're going to have to spend a little more time on the lower portion, your legs and your glutes, you know? I mean, think about all the girls. They like glutes. I mean, right? Right? Look good in a good pair of jeans. <laughs> okay. <I> mean, <laughs> And hey, what about a wide back? Nobody wants to nobody wants to grab a hug and hug around a pencil. So we're definitely going to want to add some some more meat back there. Uh, how, how, what's your pull ups look like these days? Uh, I've never done one. Oh, you've never done one. Do, do you even know if you can do one? I, I don't know. I'd be embarrassed okay. to try actually. Out there. Oh well, 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 we might want to think about starting out with some some inverted rows, or and we we might work up to that. We'll, we'll talk about that in the future. But yeah, back to these deadlifts. Uh, have you ever seen a deadlift? Do you know what one looks like? Yeah, there's this guy. I'm pretty sure he's on steroids, but he was in my first year at uh, the same. Uh dorm or hall of residence and like he i've seen him pull some in the rack like it i don't know it looks just like picking stuff off the floor to me yeah don't you don't you think that's important andy i mean pulling stuff off the floor i mean what if you have a tree laying on your friend and you need to pull it up off (laughs) (laughs) anyway andy we can we can grow our biggest muscle groups the quickest with one simple lift you won't have to go through multiple lifts to get this done you can uh, just use a deadlift and it hits our hamstrings, our glutes, your butt, you know, I mean, your back, we get it wider, thicker, juicier, um, everything all in one movement. <laughs> all right, nice. Let's cut the role play there. That's good, man. Um, yeah, so really taking people through and showing them that uh, j- just simple things can be holding people back, eh? Just- yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, realistically, it's, it's just, uh, 
it, it's especially for someone who's been lifting at all. If they're just looking for one thing to change, if they're like you said, if they're looking to bulk up, get big, they need to they need to be a, a, attentive to how they eat and 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 what their just what their daily regimen and even if they're not going to change it, just so they have points of reference for when they one day want to change it. Um, because if if you know where you've been, again, if, knowing where I was, it made it much easier to kind of change where I was going. Um, and, and so just being able to to see that in a physical form that you can reference uh, is is a big benefit. Um, and, and I think we agree on this. That's why I love measurements. Um, absolutely so much uh, tape measurements um, uh, of specific sites on the body uh, just because it is in my opinion over the course of it's not something that's instant it's it won't gratify you won't be able to go work out and take your waist measurement again and see see the change necessarily but um, over a year's span uh, it is there's nothing more satisfying um for me, this might change from person to person, than, than putting that tape measure uh, around my arms or around my uh, chest, whatever it might be, and, and seeing improvement uh, with those numbers. Um, and so, so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think tracking, uh, if I had to give my nod to the most important thing, it wouldn't be necessarily the types of lifts you're doing at the, the get-go. Those are certainly important, but uh, tracking where you are uh, so that the changes can be made in the right direction in the future. All right. Very nice. Thank you. Um, you were talking about um, getting more clients in your gym now that are of that um, strength mindset, the younger clientele, uh, 25 to the 40-year-olds. Um, yeah. The ones that you relate to more because you've seen their struggles. Um, Sorry, you've lived the struggles that they have yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and this is actually something that you're building more of a business with. You've got up uh, a website, uh, Architects of Aesthetics. Uh, yes. Could you tell us about that? I know it's still it's still under construction for those listening. Um, but yeah, could you tell yeah. People so, about that? so um, Andy, this kind of like hits on what we've been talking about today, uh, just kind of like our beginning phases. Uh, we really want to use this Architects of Aesthetics website um, to provide information. Andy, you've been very kind and mentoring, kind of leading me where where I want to provide this information for beginners, for folks who, um, who are just starting out and want kind of a start here you know, line. Um, I'm not really looking to be your finish line. I'm looking to kind of give you the head start so that you don't find yourself wasting years and spinning your wheels. Right. Um, without seeing progress right out the bat. Um, so we will, the things we post are, are going to be kind of about that and they won't be all just necessarily fitness related. We're going to kind of have, um, we're going to be kind of all over the place, but things that I post on the website um, will 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 be involved with uh, with that beginner's fitness, uh, with with where to focus, where to see your your time uh, most valuable in the gym, um, with regards to to foods and things like that. Um, you know, that's that's where I want to focus. Um, I'll also, kind of use the platform, uh, Andy. I think I talked a little bit about you uh, to kind of. Uh, hone in my uh, chasing volume routine. Yes, uh, yes. For yeah, I'm really I'm really excited about this. Uh, just uh, something that 
over the last several months I've been using on on a f- yeah, probably about ten or so of my clients to to great success so far. Okay. Yeah, tell but, us about uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the thought process with it is I wanted a, a routine that allowed me to work on my strength while also incorporating enough volume uh, for muscle growth. And so I, I've uh, kind of set up a, a system where I uh, take my primary lift, for example, my bench press, and I will do all my strength lifts in one week. So my typical rep range is uh, six and below um, with those particular lifts. And I'll take the total volume from that workout and I'll multiply it that following week and I'll multiply it by two for now and I'll get a, I'll double my volume for my strength week to basically, like I said, increase my volume every workout or every other workout and allow myself to kind of get into those muscle building ranges, uh, those hypertrophy ranges, uh, of rep ranges and sets and whatnot. Uh, and, and it's just been, uh, it's been great for me, Andy. I've, uh, in the time I started using it, uh, my bench press, like I, I told you at the beginning, it, in the first eight-week cycle, I went from uh, 245 on bench press for a double to 275 for a double. Um, my overhead press went from a single at 165 to a single at 205. Ooh, that's um, – yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, and and my my squat and deadlifts, um, they moved appropriately. They were about ten pound changes uh, from that uh, double in the uh, in the three fifteens to uh, double in the three thirty five range. And this is all um, while and, you gained uh, twenty pounds this, in weight, right? Yeah, yeah. And this, well, no, no, this no, no, sorry, was, uh, in, yeah, in your wish. body weight. I'm joking. I, I wish. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, I wish I had gained that no, much. No, Jeez. No, but this is a serious point. You were cutting at the time. Is that? Yeah, well, uh, I've been. I cut through the last. I hit the two hundred five overhead press the first week into my cut. So I can't really say I was cutting okay, at the time yeah, yeah. as I was going into. It. Yeah, um, I probably put on. Um, I started out at one sixty seven and finished. Uh, finished at that one seventy six or whatever. Okay, uh, okay. So, you, you, so you did so, have a significant calorie so, surplus. So, so 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 I did I did have a I did have a calorie surplus. I, I will say that. Um, but I but I am going to be using the same program as I go through my uh, cut as well. And uh, you know I anticipate at least for the first half of it I should still see those strength gains continue um, based on how I've been feeling and and kind of how the training has been going um, and whatnot. But anyway, so it basically it's a strength week followed up by a volume week. Uh, so far, everyone that's used it is, has been seeing improvements to that. But I, I really want to use the site to kind of gather more information. Uh, really hone it in, uh, talk to other fitness people like yourself and, and other people that I, I respect and, and make the changes, uh, because it's, it's nothing special. I won't say it's special, but it's just, uh, it's different for me. It's competitive for me. It gives me something to aim for during my strength weeks. And then on my volume weeks where I would just go in and do the sets and reps, it gives me another target to go for now as a, a total volume max. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to to kind of using that platform uh, for that benefit as well. So, would you uh, be willing to put up? Uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, would no, you be no. willing to put up a, a quick post? It doesn't have to be fancy, but just with kind of a small written explanation, perhaps with some numbers. Just because I think this kind of thing lends itself better to that format than uh, okay. Yeah, explain. yeah. Then just, just so that people, yeah. I'll link people to it then. Uh, yeah, in, absolutely. In the show notes. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll put up a note about it. Um, and I actually have a little post coming up on the site. So that just gives an example of like how you'd run your week. And then I'll give an example of what my last eight weeks have looked like. So you can just kind of see how I progress as I went along. Um, because uh, yeah, I want, I want people to try it. I want people to give me feedback and tear it apart and I can build it back up from there and things of that nature. Um, cause you know, going through it the first time with the first 10 or so guys, uh, we found the weak points in there that I broke apart and, and, and we, we built back together. So it's, it's a fun process and definitely something that's gotten me more motivated to, cause I, I'll even tell it in my posts is programming, uh, is not my favorite thing in the world to do. I'm I'm a definite guy that likes to go go with the flow, <laughs> more or less. Yep. Uh, and and just kind of push push that way. Uh, a creature of habit, unfortunately, with that. Sure. Uh, but but this is this is definitely a, a new area for me, and or a newer area for me, um, with with the program creation and whatnot. So sure, uh, but linear progression is going to take mu- um, people from yeah. beginner to that intermediate stage. Oh um, oh yeah so yeah that's, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's then taking people uh, through that intermediate stage is where this more uh, thought out, shall we say, uh, programming comes in. Um, would you agree? Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, and, and Andy, it's pretty much how we go about it. I'm, like I said, I'm pretty big on the tracking portion. So yeah. a linear progression is pretty much what I use for all my typical one, two year, uh, in the gym clientele. So, um, you know, past that, you know, if they're still with me, then, you know, we have delved into the program aspect before, but again, it's, it's not something that, uh, that is my, bread and butter when it comes to this stuff right right you said that you've been highly influenced in this new uh what did you call it chasing chasing volume is what i'm naming it yeah it's a yeah it's a weekly undulating periodization um scheme uh it's more along the lines of a bodybuilder scheme than a strength athlete scheme um, just in the fact that it has muscle groups and you're not lifting uh multiple uh, the same lift multiple times in a week. Uh, so, so that's kind of where it, it differentiates the typical undulating periodization method that I've seen is, is for, uh, is for, uh, strength athletes, but I'm sure people have, have used it for uh, bodybuilding in the past, but just not, not to my knowledge. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, if you could uh, write some notes for that, and I'll link people to that in the show notes. Um, okay. I'm sure they'll find yeah. that useful. Um, yeah, definitely. You said that you've uh, found the work of Greg Knuckles to be particularly uh, helpful with this. Is there any yeah. one, one particular article that you'd link people to? Um, yeah, I'll give it to you. I can't think of it on top of my head. No worries. But, uh, but I'll, I'll let you know what it is. Um, yeah, Greg... Uh, I had been using this for about three weeks when he, well, he, he had made a, a comment on Facebook about just the people being afraid of volume, uh, or something to that, to that extent. And so it got me kind of gears going of like, well, am I doing, you know, could I, can I be doing more? Cause during the winter, I, I've got to admit, I slack off cause it's, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving and everything else. And so I, <laughs> I, I, I kind of, I kind of find myself on the, uh, the back burner, uh, training on my back burner, but, uh, but he made a post about it. And so I kind of, for the first time in a while, in a while had, <laughs> 
made some serious effort into thinking about what I can do different. And, and so this, this came to be, and then, uh, I think a few weeks later, he put up a link to a, uh, daily undulating periodization article. And, and that's the one that I'll, I'll send you. Yeah, I, I know it. Yeah. Uh, DUP. Okay. I think if you go yeah, to yeah. Uh, strengththeory.com and you just search a DUP, then I think it will come up there. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's a good article. And he's got a follow up one to that as well. I think, uh, in defense of bros or mm, in- yeah yeah what is it called um i i know which one you're speaking of <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it was uh it was kind of it was you'll, funny you'll, you'll see it when you go on there yeah, you, you, yeah you'll see in defense of program hoppers that's what it's called but it's it's actually it's 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 good um uh it, it's right. it's a good article, yeah. Um, and, yeah. And all of this stuff that we're talking about, guys, on uh, increasing your volume. Um, if you go on to ripbody.jp, um, Greg's got a guest article here. Um, if you go to the training guide section, and it's called "What to Do When you, You're Done with Your Linear Progression Strength Training Program," and it talks about increasing work capacity, um, which and Greg explains why that might be something that's been holding you back. Um, yeah. Anyway. And. And Greg's much smarter than I, so he's smarter I'll always, than me too. He's smarter yeah, Gre- Greg's a Greg's awesome. Look forward to seeing him, dude. Have we figured out if you're coming to Kansas City yet? I will I be mean, coming to Kansas City, my friend. Are yeah. you kidding? Right. Yes. Oh my god. Okay, that's sweet. Sorry, we hadn't asked you yet, so I'm gonna kind of geek out for a second. But it, well, you, ex- you need a you need a big, tall, muscle man to you know help carry Alan Allegron back. To oh his my room, gosh! Right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. That's the only reason I need you there is uh, <laughs> is that, and so that someone can have uh, llama jokes pointed at them. Uh, 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 you think we're joking, guys? We're not. <laughs> no, there's absolutely no jokes going here. This is in all seriousness. Uh, oh no, but, Alan, man, you 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 didn't. I didn't tell you that. I was, I was. Wait, well, were you in the elevator there. at the time? Were you in the elevator carrying him? Or uh, was no, I definitely wasn't in the elevator. What? <laughs> I missed the story then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't make it back to his room. Uh, he could, he could make it back to his. Room. Anyway, we should stop. That's all good. <laughs> uh, that's great man awesome so uh, we're talking about the kansas city uh, fitness summit uh that's going to be happening on is it the first and the second or is it i think yeah it's i the think first so. and the second uh, of may um uh yeah that friday and saturday yeah that's right first what's the website the fitness is it I think it's just the fitnesssummit.com yeah. and and have I mean it just got a buku load of speakers um great information even better networking and socializing and and just a good all around time so yeah it's it's really good like people um it's really friendly you get to because the numbers is small what it's sort of 60 to 80 people something like that so you yeah really... yeah yeah right around probably in total with like speakers and everything maybe like at 100 maybe right yeah like, the so. presenters love it so i mean you really get to hang out um it's it's yeah it's great i'd highly recommend it yeah definitely e- even if you're not a fitness professional if you can uh swing it for just general enthusiasts it's uh, it's a fun time to meet like people you wouldn't ne- normally get to meet uh, all in one place. So, are you going to be making it to the Epic Summit in Birmingham, my hometown, Chase? 
I want to, dude. Those freaking arguments that they're the uh, versus battles that they're having. What? Those are gonna the like, uh, Alan and ah. Brad. Yeah. Aren't they both doing seminars ver- like uh, going against somebody? Yeah, uh, Alan's going against. Uh, is it Tao? No. Uh, uh, is that Brad? Uh, no, Bra- uh, Brad Schoenfeld is going against. Um, is it Frederick Hahn? Um, I'm not quite sure what his deal is. It's something about something about. It's it's. Oh, they're talking about muscle, like what what you need to, um, what training style you need to build muscle. That's really like uh, Frederick's up against Brad Schoenfeld. There, that's really not a good move. <laughs> yeah, that's all Brad does. And then is it is it is it Gary Tulbs that uh, Alan Aragon is going against? And they're talking about uh, what causes obesity. No. Ah, anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's Gary, and they're doing carbohydrates or calorie excess. Uh, why do we get fat, and how do we fix it? Right. Yeah, that's a great um, topic. Uh, and Alan said, like Gary Tulbs from. Everything that he can gather is an intelligent guy. Um, so he's very interested in having this debate with him uh, one-on-one. Mm. And I know that there are going to be thousands, thousands of people around the world that uh, are gagging to listen to this. And I'm going to be there. So it's going to be awesome. Um, <laughs> Man, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. killer. You know, they're, they're pretty much putting everyone um, from the fitness summit on a plane Flying them over oh. to Birmingham two weeks later, aren't they? Uh, absolutely. Um, plus, yeah, they're getting they, some more speakers in from Europe. And, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, like, I know Lane Norton's going to be there. Yeah, I yeah. know Alberto Nunez is going to be there. Um, who else was. Uh, let me see if they have. Oh, they have a list uh, right here. The, the, there's Bojan Kostevsky. I don't know if yeah. I pronounced his name right. Uh, but. Yeah, he's going to be talking about intermittent fasting. That's uh, Martin Birkin's good friend. Uh, uh, he's a surgeon, actually. That's his profession. But he also trains really? people. And he's totally... Ju- yeah, he's a surgeon. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. a wicked combo career. <laughs> yeah. 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 We should probably wrap this up because I think we're okay, coming but- up on an hour. But yeah. before we go, uh, first question, the easy one. Uh, what are you currently watching? Uh, on TV? Yeah, because I'm in Japan and I miss out on the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, currently watching House of Cards on Netflix. Oh, yeah, boom. Yeah, just, just um, started uh, downloading it. Oh, man, it's sick. Yeah, get that for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, Walking Dead always. Yeah, um, not going to it. Everyone keeps telling yeah, me that, yeah. Yeah, it's sick. Um, just finished up uh, Spartacus, but that's an older show from Stars. Um, okay. it's pretty good. And what was, I'm waiting on, I'm, uh, those are the shows I'm really watching right now. All right. The last question I wanted to ask you is, um, what has been your most rewarding moment or experience so far in your fitness career? Hmm. Now I didn't give you this question um, because yeah, no, I, no 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 it's fine it's fine it's fine yeah, I I, I, I'd I rather just, think about it right here absolutely um, it just comes across as so much more genuine right yeah yeah assuming mm. you actually say something well yeah of course, of course. <laughs> well I've I've got like you know I've got individuals that that 
you know, I would, I would love to say like, okay, this is my most rewarding. Um, I, I guess I'll say this. I have several individuals with, um, with, they've had back pain, um, and surgeries to fix it, herniated disc, fused disc, um, bulge disc, all kinds of stuff. I think I have, um, three, four, at the current time, I have about five clients that I'm working with that, that have some sort of back issue, um, severe back issue that it's need surgery in the past. And, and to get them, we've got, I have every single one of them on some sort of barbell routine at this point. We've progress, we've the progress from baby steps of just moving properly with our body weight to moving with, um, a, a medicine ball or a kettlebell or, or something, um, for a lot of the movements to now all the way. Um, I've got a guy who, when we first started working out, it was a pain to do a squat and we just front squatted two thirty five for five reps. Oh, wow. The Excellent. other day. Nice. Um, I have, I have a lady who literally had back pain her every time she did anything. And, and again, doing all her lifting, everything with zero back pain and, and full barbell routine, a uh, guy who just last year had a back surgery. He's, uh, we're already up a hundred pounds on back squat in a year and, and deadlifting with uh, 150 pounds more than he could even come close. To. So just like those things are the absolute, I can't pinpoint one of them as being the most rewarding because each time it happens, you're just kind of blown away that the human body and that someone who's dedicated and puts in the time can get those results and can, and can change how their life has to go. You know, they could have lived with that pain affecting everything they did. They could have lived with, um, their, uh, injury slowing them down and keeping them back from enjoying life to the fullest or, or even just doing simple tasks to the, to, to, you know, a hundred percent. And, but they didn't, they, they chose to, to put one foot in front of the other and get through the hard times at the beginning, uh, to see and reap the rewards that here, you know, now and, and, and forever because of it. So, um, that stuff just blows me away. Um, I've been fortunate not to have those kind of injuries, um, and, and to see people push through that and, and to, to keep trucking. It's, it's awesome, man. Just awesome. Yeah. It's that, thank you. That's, uh, it is great when you can really help someone like that. Um, now, obviously, these were in-person clients. Uh, this isn't something yeah. you could do online, but no, yeah, but no, no, yeah, that I, is that is great. That's and, and, yeah, I mean, that's and that's always the hardest part because um, I, I do enjoy, like you know, that's the great things about being a hands-on is you, you kind of you can watch everything, and and you know that you know it's it's great to to see that happen. But yeah, you know, as far as online goes, man, it's just great to put people on the right path. That's the you know, like I said, I. When I first started online training, um, my goal was to like get the best result photo from that person. Um, starting right. out. is yeah. like is like all I cared about was okay. What's uh, how crazy can we make this transformation in in twelve weeks? Okay, yeah. And and since you know, probably in the last two years, I've really focused it into let's get the path let's get the path set the pathway set in front of us and let's do what we can do and let's see 
uh, proper improvement every week. And then let me set you on your way um, so that you know what you're doing. And, you know, you can come back to me in two years and be like, well, Chase, look, you know, look at this now. You know, I've got all, you know, I, I like that um, when it comes to, to the online stuff and whatnot. So, yeah. And it's great when you get an email uh, down the road and someone comes back to you and, ah, it, it, there's nothing better. There's not a better feeling. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, Chase Irwin, I, I thank you for your time today. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing you in, uh, Kansas City. Um, and maybe in Little Rock. We'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if I can oh, rent, rent myself yes. a little truck and drive on through again, do a road trip. Hey, we'll see. Shoot I, some guns. We, oh man, we'll we'll have more set up if that's the case. I'll have to we'll have to get a little crazy if that's if that's what's going down. All right. Thanks, Chase. You can check out <laughs> Chase's right, stuff at uh, architectsofaesthetics.com. All right, mate. You take care. All right, brother. Take it easy, Andy. That's it for this time. Check out the show notes on ripbody.jp for links to more information about the two fitness summits we talked about, uh, Chase's site, and the articles that we mentioned. Next up, I'll be getting Greg Knuckles on, so consider clicking that subscribe button so you don't miss out. Thank you for listening.